I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. I want to tell you at the beginning of the show tonight, you know, we've talked about this issue before, but never has it gotten as creepy as it's getting now. And as we move closer and closer to the Halloween season, this is apropos of the chilling stories that uh, certainly keep me on edge and keep me up at night. Um, if any of you out there who have, you know, dabbled in art or have, uh, or consider themselves artists, and if you're interested in making art, all you need to do, if you need a subject to draw or paint... All you need to do is throw together some fruit, a few flowers, and maybe some old wine bottles, light up the area, and maybe put a cloth behind it, and you have your model for what is called still life. Or you can even have a nude model if you want, and you have still life. But that's what a still life painting is. It's just a, a number of things together, and you you know, you know, do your little Bob Ross, and you paint your little tree, or you paint little fruit, or you paint whatever, and this is what you call a still life painting. Now, in France, this style of painting is called nature morte. Nature morte, which translated means dead nature. We call it still life. They call it dead nature. Now, I remember in junior high school, I had a teacher who taught me about still life. And what he did is he gifted me with charcoal and pastels, oil pastels, in order to create a still life portrait. And for some time, I was into, sh- you know, doing the shadowing and the drawing and the perspective. And, you know, it was nice to, you know, shade some fruit to give them a little bit of texture. And, and I, I just had a blast. I thought it was cool being able to create these pictures. And it, it, it was it was a way to express myself. It was a way to kind of release some tension. I don't go back to that. Just have the easel and the chalks and, and you know, make the dust and get all, you know. <laughs> I just thought it was ironic, though, that they called... These paintings still life when most of the objects in the painting are, of course, inanimate. Well, of course, it's a, it's a painting, right? And, and it's a snapshot. It's a snapshot of things that don't move, something that looks like it is held in stasis or locked in time. But here's the thing about still life or nature mort is that now we have CGI and we have AI technology. And you can take still life, that, that you can take that captured moment, even old photos, and you can make them appear to be alive. You can take old pictures of dead loved ones, make them blink, make them smile, make them turn their heads. I've seen this on the internet, and it gives me the creeps. Because, you know, you take these old photos of maybe your family members that have died, and you put them, like, in a, a GIF or GIF or whatever, and they're animated, and... It's just uncanny. It's taking the dead form and resurrecting it on the internet, giving it artificial life. It's like taking a dead form 
and giving it motion, giving it a digital life, or maybe we can call it the dawn of the digital dead, the real Nature Morte. Which brings me to what I did last night after watching the season finale of Star Wars, uh, Ahsoka, the Star Wars spinoff Ahsoka that's on Disney. What happens is you watch the whole episode and then they recommend shows that you should watch afterwards. Well, of course, they recommended a few. And one of them was Rogue One. And uh, Rogue One is, well, is arguably one of the best Star Wars films ever made. It's right up there with The Empire Strikes Back. And the movie is set in a time just before Princess Leia meets up with R2-D2 to give him the plans for the Death Star. It depicts the struggle and the sacrifice that was made to get the plans in the hands of the Rebel Alliance. Well, there is a twist in this movie, and that, and and it's not a spoiler, but two of the stars in the film were dead at the time it was made. Well, actually, one was dead and one had died just two weeks before the release. Um, Peter Cushing, he had been long since passed. He died in 1994. He was the guy that played the evil Grand Moff Tarkin, the guy that was uh, standing side by side Darth Vader in A New Hope. And uh, he and Darth Vader witnessed the destruction of Alderaan, and Princess Leia was there, home planet, the whole thing. Well, that leads leads to another uh, star that appeared in the film, Carrie Fisher. She emerged as a young Princess Leia in the film. The film was released in 2026, around the time Fisher unexpectedly died. Oh, sorry, not 20, sorry, 2016. 2016, not 2026. 2016, around the time that Carrie Fisher died. So, thanks to uh, thanks to the deep fake technology, they were able to rise these two remarkable characters from the dead and have them perform on screen. Obviously, both actors couldn't be replaced, so they had to deep fake two of the characters for continuity. And this raised a lot of concerns about the ethics of digitally resurrecting actors from the dead. And if you read uh, some of the entries in Reddit and some of the other, the visual effects supervisor of the prequel, Rogue One, John Knoll said, he says, there are people that have said quite vehemently that it looks terrible, and looks like a video game. And I will assert that this is not the case. The filmmakers used actor Guy Henry as a digital stand-in for Cushing and employed motion capture and facial expression trackers to animate footage and photographs of Cushing. Knoll continued, Essentially, we're using the computer graphics as a tool to alter his appearance. As for the ethics of working with images of an actor who died in 1994, Noel said, well, we weren't doing anything that I think Peter Cushing would have objected to. I think this work was done with a great deal of affection and care. We know that Peter Cushing was very proud of his involvement in Star Wars and had said as much, and that he regretted that he never got a chance to be in another Star Wars film because George Lucas had killed off his character. He said... This was done in consultation and cooperation with his estate, so we wouldn't do this if the estate objected or didn't feel comfortable with the idea. And then, of course, they did a digital recreation of Carrie Fisher, made her a young Princess Leia in the new, as, as she looked in The New Hope, which was accomplished with another stand-in and motion capture and archive material. They didn't have direct contact with her because, of course, she died on the 27th of December... Uh, two weeks before the release of the film. But it brought up a lot of ethics about resurrecting dead actors and putting them in films. 
503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.